0: this very rainy Friday, welcome to Beware of Spoilers, I am Adam, and we are here today to talk about, um, what's it called, we're here to talk about The Flash, but first I kind of want to address something I was thinking about today in the shower, because last night I saw Quantumania, um, man, the Wasp Quantumania, the the newest Marvel Studios picture, and if you want to hear my thoughts on it you can go over to the episode right below this one and you can listen to that. And, you know, it has spoilers written in all caps and it's got a bunch of stars before and after that. So, you know, be warned, there are spoilers in that episode because we want to, you know, fully address the movie. But, you know, we talk about it a little bit there. Um, But one of the things I was thinking about as I was was as I was sitting in there, as I was getting ready this morning, was you know, this movie really should have been in Phase 4. Um, and then I was thinking about it, and then I was like, it couldn't have been, though. And not because of any narrative reason or anything like that. It, it couldn't have been because they didn't have the f- rights to Kang. And I was thinking maybe that's why Phase 4 felt so weird. Mm-hmm. Because... What's it called. Um, I think the issue, like, I was thinking about it, and it's like, when they set out to, sp- like, the, the, the deal with Fox closed in, like, if I remember correctly, like, March of 2019. Um, so the merger didn't happen until after that. But, I don't know how, I don't know if rights cross over as soon as that happens, or if they had to wait for, they had to wait for regulatory stuff, I think. Um, so say 2020 is when that actually happened, they were preparing for two releases in 2020, because um, the, the, the idea was 2020 was going to be um, Black Widow and Eternals, so I feel like what happened was they were in this kind of holding pattern because they wanted to see if they were going to get it or not, and keep in mind too, they couldn't start planning like this is a sure thing, because there was an active bidding war with Apple and Universal. Um, also trying to buy 20th Century. So, and Universal at one point offered the better deal to 20th Century to buy them out. It's it's just one of those things where it's like, you you look at it that way and it's like, oh, so, um did, that's probably why, if we look back, that's probably why it took them so long to to get things going. And it's like, when you look at, like, Multiverse of Madness, the add-ins... Of Fox characters are so small And they're not through the entire movie Because they were an on-the-fly change And it's an easy enough change to do with one or two days of shooting Um Like, Miss Marvel it References that she's a mutant But that's at the very end In a two-man shot With her and, and uh, Bruno Um I think that's his name, if I remember correctly Bruno's his name And then if you look at, like, Namor calling himself a mutant Um that was another thing that would have been, that was a small change that is a easily omitable line of dialogue. Um, And then the same thing goes for the finale of Loki, which is admittedly the closest, but He Who Remains never refers to himself as Kang the Conqueror. He, He refers to himself as He Who Remains, and he's like, wait till you meet my other variants. Now look, at that point, they probably had a sense of where they were going, but that show... Like, you have to still build in what this is going to be. And for film production and TV production, it takes a long time. So, like, those other things, we're working on the... Like, we'll keep this... We'll, we'll, we'll think about this for a second. We will keep all of this done. Which is why you get a lot of things that are like, oh, they're doing the 2015 run of Secret Wars. Or, oh, they're doing, you know... Yeah, because it's like you have encouragement and stuff like that. Like, when 1610 collides with 616, and it's like, oh... All of this kind of makes sense as to why what's it called happens. Um, it, it just kind of adds up in a weird way. Uh, and I think that the issue is I guess I think that this is a I think that that's what happened because it's like when you look at like this one this is the first one to fully embrace and actually do something with Fox characters from beginning to end and it's like that makes sense based on when the deal was finally solidified and and everything like that. That that does make sense. Um, so it, like, I think that that's a little bit of why Phase 4 is what it is. Um, and I think it all has to do with they were in this weird holding pattern waiting for when are the rights from Fox going to come in and then what can we do to trickle them in before we can actually use them in full in something, and that's kind of where we are here, where Ant-Man the Watched Quantumania is the first time, because that's the thing, too, when you watch the movie, and no spoilers here, if you want to hear the spoiler-filled thoughts, go over to uh, the other episode, listen to that one, but about halfway through the movie, um, Modok is, has a, a, a conversation with Scott, um, and I think we know who, I think most people will probably know who Modoc is at this point, but... Uh, ...Modok has that conversation with Scott... ...that kind of exposes his his motivations... ...and when that happens... ...it all kind of clicks in that... ...oh, this was the plan for the movie... ...if Marvel didn't get the rights... ...to, to the Fox characters... ...this is what this was going to be... Um, ...and it's an interesting kind of thing... ...I think it's the same thing where... it's like ...we heard all those rumors of other characters... Who were are going to appear in Multiverse of Madness... Like, Daniel Craig as Baldur Brave And, you know, I, I, I seem to recall um, There being a few other cameos that were like Holy shit, that'd be cool But those were characters that they would have Had the rights to And I guess they would have replaced Professor X and Mr. Fantastic So it all kind of does make sense If you think about it a little bit um, And I wonder if There was a conversation about putting Eternals where it is um, on the off chance that Marvel, like, in the event that the, the deal doesn't go through, Eternals was setting up the next big arc just in case. Um, it's an interesting thought exercise, I think. Um, or I could be talking out of my ass, which is entirely possible. Why did my ears just pop? I'm not flying or anything. Um, there we go, we're good now. Um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Um, Quantum Mania is not bad. If you haven't seen Quantum Mania, uh, check it out. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. Very colorful. Um, I enjoyed it. If it weren't for the fact that I had two other movies to go to this weekend, I would go and see it again. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, let's start out with, um, what's it called? Um, let's start out with Flash. And... I'm I'm not super thrilled about them doing this with Caitlin, and I understand why they're doing this with Caitlin. I totally understand because they. I, I read an interview with um, with with, um, with Eric Wallace, who's the showrunner, and he talked about how they had plans for um, two more seasons, for a full ninth season and a full tenth season. Um, and now they're consolidating everything down Into a 13 episode ninth season um, Which is kind of where you know where we are now So Last season when they made their decisions They did with Caitlin and Frost They had to um, What's it called They had to Just live with that now So doing this was kind of like Trying to fix it um, And I think that they kind of put themselves in a situation where they couldn't, what's it called, they they, they couldn't just back out of it, because I, I think that the issue is if they built up to, um, to Caitlin taking over the body again, which is probably the best case scenario, then the issue becomes, well, like, what about the autonomy of the person who's there now? Like, because that was the, the thing I had an issue with, where it's like, I, I don't understand it, um, but I, I, like, I do like that, like, they're sitting here debating over what to do with, uh, with Caitlyn, or, and Frost, without taking into consideration, um, Keown, who is in there now, um, and being like, alright, so we're going to, yeah, like, then they ask her, she's like, well, I just want to be my own person, why do I gotta, you know, be one of them? is interesting, but I think that for a 13 episode season, it's probably not the best way to go. Um, I wouldn't be a hundred... I'm not, like, a hundred percent on board with this situation. Um, also, like, anytime they bring back Harley, uh, Harley Harley Rathaway, I'm always for it. He's always been great on the show. Um, like, I love the, uh, like, I think it's too. He's I used to be a bad guy, now I'm a good guy. It's like, yeah, but, like, you were a bad guy once, if I remember correctly. You were a bad guy the first time they met you. And then, like, from season two on, the, you were a good guy. Because, like, season two is when Barry goes back in time to to season one to talk to Wells. Um, and that's when he fucks around the timeline and then he comes back, and he, and, uh, Harley, um, Harley saves him from the time raise, and he's like, oh, he's a good guy now, yay, um, I do really like the design of the Red Death suit, um, which is surprising, I didn't think I would, um, I'm, I'm surprised it looks as good as it does, um, but, uh, they, they really nailed it, um, I, again, I, I've expressed my displeasure with, with this, um, I still think it should have been Oliver as the Red Death, and and I really, I really hate the optics of that, but I I feel like it's better for the story uh, if the Red Death is someone, especially in the final season, if the Red Death is someone who Barry has a history with and it's an evil alternate version of them, and the fact that he's never interacted with Ryan Wilder doesn't exactly uh, hit properly for me, Um, but whatever. Um, They'll do what they're going to do. Who am I to judge? Um, but I think that there's also the idea that... Um, what's it called? There also should have been more... Like, I, I think that this episode had... A lot of... Like, this feels like a filler episode. Which feels weird, considering it's a... 13-episode season. It feels weird that we have an episode that's like... This is just gonna be, you know... Filler, I guess. To, to, to pad out how many episodes we have. When... I don't think this debate needed to be as long as it did, and I don't think the solution with uh, Hartley needed to take as long as it did either. Um, I think, like, those are two fundamental problems I have with the episodes, with this episode, and it's like, both of these problems could have been solved a lot quicker. Um, So it's like, it's, it's so dumb that it takes the characters so long to realize, hey, why don't we give, like, why don't we let her choose? And the fact that they could blindly trust Mark is another thing where I'm like, why the fuck are you trusting this guy? What about this guy had ever given you any indication that you should trust him blindly? And just be like, oh, he doesn't have an ulterior motive. He's definitely just doing this altruistically. You know, with, with no, um, what's call it called, with, no, uh, with no thought of, you know, what could possibly go wrong. Like, whatever. Um, I still feel like they're not using um, Chester and Allegra nearly enough, which feels kind of weird to me. Um, considering they are, like, I think they were always designed to be kind of the replacements for Cisco and Caitlyn. Um, but at the same time, they're kind of not. Like, like, Chester's definitely meant to be the, the Cisco replacement. But I never get the sense that he has a friendship with anyone there besides Allegra, who he's actually fucking. Like, I, I don't think that, you know, anything like that. Especially, you know, established over the course of this show. I think that that's kind of something that could have been addressed a little better. Um, he definitely deserves a little more, um, what's it called? A little more uh, little more room to grow, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like he's getting short-shafted. I feel like she is, too. I mean, it feels like, again, we have a situation. Like, we have this a lot on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, and, and on this show too Where characters go through their character arc And then we get to the end of their arc And people um, Forget or People not, not forget, people don't continue their Their story Like they don't know where to go from there it's Like oh shit, we didn't think we'd get this far Now what do we do with this character we introduced And they're just kind of there And it's like But why, what are they doing And, and the answer is usually nothing um, which feels like a waste and it feels like it's a it's a it's a disservice to their character. Um but uh but yeah. I um I mean the show's not bad this season. I I feel like we're falling back into our old habits a little bit where it's like, Oh, well now we gotta sit here and and, you know, deal with the of the week and all of that. I like that for the last season they're doing, you know, not just Red Death but also The Rogues, where they're actively building a team. I'm not super thrilled about, like, when they introduced Fiddler again, I was like, really? Fucking Fiddler of all people? Like, why the fuck is this the bad guy you opted to go with as part of this team? Like, you couldn't get Bug-Eyed Bandit back. Like, she, she was, she was, like, she's cool. Like, Weatherwitch couldn't come back. Did Weather Witch die or something? No, I don't think so. Like, Weather Witch couldn't come back. Um. Like, there is no shortage of, like, oh, here are a bunch of other characters that could have come in and kind of filled it and, like, done this. But, like, all right, Fiddler, I guess. Um... I mean, maybe they're just, like, oh, we, well, we need a Pied Piper-like character. And Fiddler also has sound waves. Like, I feel like that was definitely the conversation. Um... I don't know. It's, it, it's just kind of a weird choice. I'm like, really? Um... And, and it's like the, the actress playing Fiddler Is overacting To like a comedic degree I'm um, like I don't think this was necessary Um But uh But yeah I think that just about Wraps it up for today Uh The Flash is available On CW Check your local listings Um It airs on Wednesdays At I believe Nine It could be eight o'clock Um But it, the next day It's available on the CW app For free You don't even need to put in Your cable information To get to it You can just watch it Um and then you can, you know, it's all there, uh, the next, uh, the next episode we're gonna do tonight is going to be Hogwarts Legacy, the, um, the new movie, uh, the new, uh, Harry Potter Wizarding World game will be, that'll be tonight, um, which is great, because reviews are still trickling in on this game. Because they opted to not give it to anyone who supported trans rights Which is one of the things we're going to address a little bit When we talk about it tonight um, But until then Have a great rest of your day When you drive a vehicle so reliable It's backed by a 10 year 100,000 mile limited warranty You stop thinking about what you can't do And start doing what you never thought possible Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of In a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner